Welcome to the Dogs and Deadlifts, Building Better Dogs podcast. If you like a podcast that is raw, unfiltered, and authentic, you have come to the right place. Our goal is to bring clarity around canine fitness and conditioning. We help people ignite their dog's performance and build better dogs. Join your host, Daniel Rose, as we discuss fitness, nutrition, and mindset for dogs. Let's do this. some clarity around dog nutrition, dog fitness, or scent work, you are not alone. Learn how to ignite your dog's physical and mental performance, safe, systematic, and injury-free. Yes, you can improve your dog's physical and mental performance and achieve amazing results following the Dogs and Deadlifts programming. Because this work is not just about you, it's whom you do it with. We understand you want to make sure your coach is the right fit. Get access to certified canine athlete specialist coach and owner of Dogs and Deadlifts, Daniel Rose. And you can figure out how to get the results you're looking for, whether it is your dog's general behavior, athletic performance, or sports scent detection. Book your 30-minute free online discovery call with Daniel today. The link is shown in the notes below. Good morning and welcome back to the Dogs and Deadlifts podcast. Today, for episode 52, we have Becky Thomas from Ultimate Canine. Hello, Becky. Hello. Thank you for having me. No, you're welcome. It's been a little while since uh, uh, we've had a bit of a chat, but while I'm thinking about it, I'm getting a little bit ahead of myself. This will be episode 53, yeah, not 52. (laughs) So I'll just (laughs) correct, correct myself there. So I wanted to start, Becky, obviously you've been on the podcast before. I just wanted to uh, have a bit of a, um, a bit of a catch up uh, specifically around, uh, uh, you know, canine nose works and nose works here in Australia. And also more importantly in, um, in Queensland where obviously we're based as well. So just wanted to, um, before we get move on for those that um, haven't listened to the other episode uh, about you, can you tell us a little bit about um, yourself um, Ultimate Canine uh, on the sunny coast, uh, ACSW, and how you're involved there as well. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so I own Ultimate Canine on the Sunshine Coast in Queensland, uh, and I specialize in puppy development, but mainly also at the moment, uh, nose work, canine nose work. Uh, so that's kind of where we're moving towards at the moment. Uh, we've been going for about uh, six years now uh, doing that, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. So it's been a little while since we've caught up. I think it might have been, um, you know, the S trial down, uh, you know, obviously close to me. Um, but yeah. give us a bit of a recap. There's been, I know you've you've had heaps happening. ACSW's had a huge amount happening. But let's just sort of start with, um, you know, I guess, um, you know, what's been happening in your world in regards to trials since ESC, you know. Um, yeah. Let's sort of start there. It's been a, a massive year. Uh, so our second half of the year, we've had so far an ORT, a NW1 and an NW1 plus. Uh, and the end of the year, there will be a level one container element, a ORT and a level one exterior element. So that will end off 
the year. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, lots of events, uh, really good numbers. Everyone's really stoked to be able to um, come along and uh, participate with their dog. Uh, so yeah, we're getting, the numbers are getting bigger and bigger. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the fact that we're getting more organized with, with trials means we're able to let more people in per trial, which is really good. Um, and not having to go to ballot just yet. Yeah. But I'm sure in the future, as more people come on board, we'll we'll definitely have to do that. Uh, but yeah, so that's our that's what our second half of the year has looked like so far. Yeah, and so we're re- recording this. What it's on the fourth of October. Uh, you know, uh, I know that there's uh, you know October, November. Um, not obviously uh, December. You know, we don't have much at this stage. But you know, there's there's heaps going around. But I wanted to touch on. Um, yeah, I think it was your ORT that you had a huge amount of numbers for. <laughs> so, Massive, yeah, yeah. Yeah, can you tell us how that that went and, uh, you know, what are your people from all over just jumping on board, hey? Yeah, absolutely. Um, people are starting to travel from pretty far out. Uh, so the sport's uh, gaining momentum everywhere, but obviously there's only a few places at the moment that are hosting trials. So we're definitely getting people coming, coming um, from north and south uh, to be able to participate in that. Uh, so yeah, we did, we had massive numbers and what was really awesome was it was a lot of new faces that I hadn't seen yet. Uh, so that just, yeah, proves about, you know, all the the people getting involved and, and wanting to jump on board. So that was awesome to meet a, a heap of new people and, and meet their dogs and see how they work. So it was really good. Yeah, awesome. So like I mentioned earlier, we'll split this up into, you know, Ultimate Canine stuff and then we'll talk about ACSW stuff a little bit later. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, on top of that, (laughs) you know, um, for you, um, Ultimate Canine, um, we've had, uh, you know, you've hosted Jill O'Brien, is that correct? Yep. Yeah, Jill Marie O'Brien. Yeah, so she's one of the uh, founders of Canine Nosework. Mm -hmm. Uh, So she came over last month. That was amazing. I always like um, attending her workshops. They're they're really good. Mm -hmm. So we had two days uh, full of dogs working. We had day one was like our beginner dogs. uh, And then day two was the more advanced dogs. So we got to see some new concepts. Uh, We got to watch a lot of dogs work different breeds and ages, which is always really good. Uh, And what I like about workshops like that is it doesn't matter where your dog is in training, you're always going to get something out of it. Um, You know, even if you have an advanced dog, always go and watch the beginner stuff because foundations is the most important thing. So that's something you should always go back to. Um, And also there's a very high chance you're always going to get another dog later in life. So (laughs) having that information now is good. (laughs) How many dogs? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> awesome so that was a big hit um that weekend yeah uh, and that was on the sunny coast with you guys Sunshine it coast. was yeah it was at maruchidor yeah yeah awesome uh so as i mentioned earlier guys for those listening um you know becky's based out of the sunshine coast uh just north of brisbane here in queensland uh and uh you know she's been a driving force in regards to canine nose works uh, especially around um education and also uh trial and events uh especially you know this year in particular since we've got over the the hump of, uh, uh, I suppose, the COVID stuff that put us into to lockdown and isolation for, you know, what, almost two years, um, you know, come out of that with a, a huge um, bang and doing some awesome, awesome things. Um, and then on top of that, uh, Jill coming out, um, we've got Cameron Ford as well. Yeah, that I'm very much looking forward to that. That's this weekend. Yeah, can you tell, um, us, tell us about that. So he'll be presenting his uh, canine cognition seminar with us up in Queensland. Mm -hmm. Uh, So it's a three-day seminar. So it'll be the Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Uh, And, yeah, we've got 12 working spots. 
again, we've kind of tried to make it so different breeds, different ages, so that we get to kind of see that spectrum of, of the dogs working. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that's that's going to be awesome. So that hasn't been done in Australia yet. So we've, we've got people traveling from everywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got a lot of government agencies coming as well, uh, which will be good. Uh, yeah, so that that was um, that was sold out very quickly, and we had a, a very long wait list for that as well. <laughs> yeah, awesome. It's great yeah. to see, you know, um, you know these guys from the states, obviously, you know, being able to travel and our borders opening up and, and come here, and uh, you know, in you know, it's a fantastic opportunity for uh, you know people of Australia, Queensland. Um, to, to get on board which is you know like I said super awesome something that I'm super excited about um, you know and obviously well done to you to, for uh, you know putting your hand up and driving that and organizing those couple of things. Yeah thanks yeah that was that was a long time coming that was I met Cameron at the um, CNCA conference in the states pre-COVID mm-hmm. um, and it's you know been waiting all this time for us to be able to do something. And yeah, he's coming over for the canine scent detection conference in Sydney next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we quickly snapped him up and got him to come up here as well while he's over here. Yeah. Awesome. Um, I'm so, so Cameron, if you're talking to Cameron, <laughs> of course you will be, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, um, I'd love to get him on here and, uh, you know, have a bit of a chat as well. So, uh, you know, a little wink Definitely. and a, Hey, my mate, Daniel's keen to, uh, <laughs> to get Absolutely. you on the, on the show. Um, you know, but just for reference as well. Um, so this podcast will come out just before the weekend that is currently sold out. So if you, you are listening to that, um, to this podcast before, um, Cameron arrives, uh, unfortunately, yeah, at this point in time, it is completely sold out so please do not uh, uh, inundate uh, Becky with a heap of emails <laughs> uh, trying to get on board um, cool so I, w- I wanted to make just a bit of a pivot uh, a little bit to ACSW um, you know there's obviously a fair bit of stuff going on there as well um, you know starting with um, I suppose uh, the judges program that we, that I you know obviously completed as well. Can you tell us about uh, how that work, work went? Um, the driving force behind um, you know obviously increasing the uh, you know the number of judges here, um, you know, and uh, yeah, let's let's sort of fire off about that one. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I'm the director of operations for ACSW, which is Australian Canine Scent Work. Yeah. So that's the governing body for the trial side of things here in Australia. Uh, so, yeah, we just uh, completed another judges training program. So we have eight new uh, judges in training and a couple that have just finished their requirements. So we're now uh, fully certified level one judges, which is awesome. Uh, definite need for it as the the sport grows. Uh, we're getting more and more hosts on board. So, yeah, having a, a broader range of people to be able to help out and officiate those trials is is key. Uh, and we're also hoping to have maybe by the end of the year, early next year, our brand new um, CO program, which is a certifying official. Uh, so again, we'll have some more people um, ready to help out and, and jump on board with that as well. Yeah, awesome. Um, so you know, I've um, you know, from my point of view, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, obviously, for me, uh, right now, getting my uh, shadowing hours complete. Um, hopefully, obviously, within within the next uh, month or so, uh, with those number of trials that are that are coming up. Uh, so you know, I. I'm personally looking forward to, um, you know, ensuring um, that I can help uh, spread the word and, and, you know, be able to attend events as well. So, you know, it was a, it was a great program, obviously, uh, um, 
conducted, uh, this particular one was conducted online compared to say in person. Um, and I know that there was people from all over the country uh, that attended that. It was fantastic uh, to get that understanding. And, and you know, I'm looking forward to moving forward into that uh, judge's realm for sure. Yeah, absolutely. We're happy to have you on board. Yeah, cool, cool. Uh, so, you know, what, what else is, uh, you know, I suppose uh, in the pipeline with uh, ACSW, I know that we briefly talked about um, next year, the, the camp that uh, is coming out. Um, you know, did you want to tell us a little bit about that one? Yeah, absolutely. So we've got our first uh, canine nose work camp um, in Australia, mm -hmm. which will be fantastic. So that is the 15th to the 18th of June, 2023. Uh, and that will be in New South Wales. I'm almost certain it is sold out. There may be a couple of uh, auditor positions available, uh, but that one, if you're interested, definitely get in contact because there is a wait list. And obviously as it gets closer and plans change for people, we will definitely have spots um, open up. So the email address for that is camp at acsw.com.au. Uh, and we're going to be having uh, five speakers from the States come over. So we've got our two founders, which is Jill Marie O'Brien and Amy Hero, um, and they will be accompanied by Kimberly uh, Buchanan, JC Kelly, and Barbara Schwert. So that is going to be absolutely amazing, and I'm really looking forward to that. Um, so I've got an auditor spot for that one, so I get to go around and watch all the different levels and check it all out, which is going to be fun. Yeah, for sure. And, and I know that once, you know, once it was announced on Facebook, it was like, uh, you know, the hottest since you know, the hottest thing, you know, people <laughs> were sharing and jumping on board. And, and like you said, there was a wait list uh, almost immediately, especially for the working mm -hmm. dog spots. Hey, um, absolutely. You know, and for me that, you know, it really shows the, um, you know, the amount of interest in the, um, the, the, I suppose the the people are seeking um, within this sport. You know, they they're increase they want to increase their knowledge. They want to jump on board. They want to have a great weekend away with like minded people. You know, and that's mm -hmm. something that um, you know I personally see um, you know a big difference between a number of other sports that I've participated in. You know, yep. <laughs> um, but, but also um, you know how excited people are right now about um, you know nose works or, or you know sport um scent detection you know they're jumping on board so you know do you feel this you know the same at the moment in regards to you know the, the that people are keen for knowledge there's you know they want to do as much as they can they're, they're they're following training programs you know how have you seen um this year obviously it's been a big year with events but you know um just your average pet owner coming to you and saying hey i want to get on board have you seen that uh, enthusiasm as oh. well through the roof it's 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 quite insane so yeah my own like just my normal nose work classes that I have mm -hmm. the wait list is out the door it's yep. it's I love it I think it's fantastic and it's interesting where the people are coming from so they're coming from other dog trainers that are saying hey your dog needs a little bit more mental stimulation mm -hmm. uh they're coming from you know canine physios that are saying hey your dog might be getting a little bit um older or they have an injury you can't do agility agility anymore but hey you can do canine nose work uh so and then it's people that just happen to see us out about training that say yeah let's let's go and join and and participate so it's coming from everywhere which is fantastic and it isn't just it isn't just the sport people anymore. Mm -hmm. um, it's it's everyone wanting to get involved, which I think is awesome. And I think that is why the community is a little bit different to the other sports out there because they are heavily people that have grown up with that 
and they competed in multiple different sports, whether that is agility and obedience and rallyo and all that type of stuff, where canine nose work is definitely more pet orientated. Um, so yeah, the the community is amazing, and I love it, and I hope we we stay the way we are and don't change. Yeah, yeah, for sure, and one hundred percent. And that's you know for me, uh, and you know, and another reason why um, you know I sat on the sidelines for a little while, <laughs> you know, just you know, just uh, observing uh, how things are and and uh, you know systems, procedures, and things like that, and um, mm-hmm. you know, just sort of you know kept an eye on things, and obviously um, then decided to uh, to jump in and uh, you know it's a sort of uh, community I suppose that uh, you know I personally uh, feel comfortable with and also uh, want to be involved with yeah absolutely and it shows that um, at trials mm-hmm. so trials can be they're they're pretty tricky as mm-hmm. you know it's it's a nerve-wracking day for everyone and um, especially for people who have never done that before mm-hmm. uh, and everyone is extremely supportive uh, we have dogs that you know can go in and totally bomb and the handler comes out with a smile on their face and they're like oh my dog wasn't scared of the judge or they searched really nicely but hey they didn't find the hide in time mm-hmm. and that's that's what canine nose work is about it's not about going in there and smashing it and getting you know it right every single time it's about the development of the dog and that bond between them and their handler um, and that the dog working through different things. Mm-hmm. And that's what's fantastic to see, even at a trial, that people can come out with a smile on their face, even if they had a crappy day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm on board 100%, you know, and definitely, you know, with that, like I said, trials can be nervous like you know you can be shooting yourself literally, you know, mm-hmm. um, but, uh, you know, then you look up at, um, you know, uh, an official or even just a you know a volunteer or another attendee and and you know we're having a laugh and we're ha- having a bit of a joke around and it's uh you know it certainly uh eases that pressure um you know and uh, you know that therefore you know people are spreading the word and they're having a you know a fantastic experience and enjoying the community absolutely yeah and definitely I, agree with that. um so i just wanted to um also mentioned, I want to talk about ANKC for a minute, if that's okay. Yeah. I, know, I know that um, you've been doing um, a couple of uh, a couple of trials. Um, yeah. You know, I didn't prep you up this for this one, but you know, I'd love to. Um, you know, how how is your you know, because obviously, you know, I go through um, the different organisations here in Australia that people can compete at. And, um, you know, why ACSW is, um, you know, my main pick and, and obviously yours as well. Um, mm-hmm. You know, ANKC, um, Dogs Queensland uh, have been running a number of events. Can you tell me about how, um, you know, your those events have been for you and your experience there? Yeah. Um, so I'm quite selective with um which events I go to so obviously I see who's hosting and where it is and whether it would be suitable for me and my dogs um and a lot of people are doing that as well uh so with the probably the main difference with the ACSW versus ANKC is ACSW has a little bit more allowance for reactive dogs and nervous dogs and that sort of thing uh AC uh, sorry ANKC is doing a fantastic job of um trying to also accommodate that uh but obviously that it's just it's not always possible and we understand that so we're just selective with where it is we go Mm -hmm. um I think the ANKC stuff is excellent for dogs who may not be able to handle a full day of of trialing um, they can rock up to to a trial and just do one search and they're done. Um, and I think that's a good starting place for some dogs. 
so yeah, I'm I'm enjoying going along. Um, it's an extra chance for my dogs to get out and search in some different environments. Uh, we don't take it too seriously. It, it's it's just a bit of fun and extra training for us. Um, and occasionally we come home with a shiny, which is nice. <laughs> <laughs> you, got one, you got a couple on the weekend? <laughs> I did. Oh, my God. You should see me. I was in tears. My um, my older dog, who is who is not a dog that places, she is very good. She knows what she's doing, but she she does it slowly. Um, she came out with a first place. So I was absolutely stoked with her. Um, she worked really nicely. And then by the afternoon, she was kind of like, yeah, I'm a bit tired. So we got a little bit slower. But, hey, she still got it. And, it's, you know, she still found the hide. Um, as I said, it's it's not about the time. And the thing is, I love, don't get me wrong, I'm very competitive and I love my little shinies. That uh, nose work is one of those things where it has a lot, uh, there is some luck component to it. So if you enter a search area at one spot and a different competitor enters the search area at a different spot, that can be the difference between five to 30 seconds in finding a hide. And if you're doing an exterior search and your dog gets to work downwind, and then when the next competitor comes, the wind changes and they have to work upwind. Again, that's that plays a part in it. So, yes, I do love the walking out with the shinies, but hey, if my dog finds it, that's that's the that's my happy place. <laughs> oh, hundred percent. And just on that, you know, the parameters in which the judges work on as well. You know, like uh, um, there's lots of variables, <laughs> um, you know, um, to the event, and that's what makes it, uh, I suppose, so fun and enjoyable. But in saying that, sometimes a little bit frustrating, right? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And you have that with any sport, though. Um, you you take the wins when you get them. You just got to run with the losses. It's just part of it. Um, and having the opportunity, so with A and KC, who do a lot more trials than us, mm-hmm. it's not the end of the world. You know, you get a no, you rock up next week or the week after and, and try again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And and that's what, you know, a lot of a lot of people that, um, you know, have been coming to my introduction sessions, you know, they're, uh, you know, so I haven't trialed at A um, an ANKC event um Mm -hmm. so you know a lot of people do ask me about obviously the differences and things like that and um you know for me it comes down to uh you know your personal preference really or you know if you if you can you know potentially you know join both and then and go from there obviously there'll be slightly different rules and uh and regulations and policies etc um but if you have a good understanding and, and thorough knowledge of those uh you'll be fine yeah, and that was a big part of why I started trialing was because I did have a few students start to do both. Um, so I was like, well, I'll go along, learn the rules, see what the differences are, um, and then we can kind of go from there. There is definitely um, differences in far as what you potentially might get faulted for. Um, so there are things where I will take a fault with ANKC because I wouldn't get faulted with ACSW and that is the way I prefer to work my dog. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that in that instance, I just go, that's fine. I'll just take the fault for that. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, so, but yeah, learning the, learning the both is good mm-hmm. uh, and just be selective. Look, the, my main concern with it now that there is starting to be quite a few trials out there is I'm starting to see people trial more than they train mm-hmm. Uh which it's your goal should yes to be able to go and do a trial and hopefully be successful but the training is kind of where you should be at the majority of the time mm-hmm. uh, and not always push 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 uh, I have my younger dog who only needs one more quality in exterior I think is um, in advanced and then she's in excellence she's not an excellence dog yet mm-hmm. like 
you know, so I think you've got to remember that even if you're going through the levels quite quickly, your dog might not be prepared for what's in front of them. So make sure to either train, <laughs> of course, mm -hmm. but even take a step back from trialing. You don't have to compete in every trial that comes up. Um, make sure your dog's ready before you put them in that situation. Yeah, for sure. And then yeah. look, I'm 100% in agreement with you there. Um, you know, often, whether it be, um, you know, a nose sport or, uh, you know, obedience or protection or other sports that I uh, assist people in getting prepared for, we have our calendar. We have a, you know, yes, you can use, um, you know, a, a trial as a training run as it gets closer, mm -hmm. but, you know, we certainly don't uh, use, uh, trials regularly for training runs yeah so you know yeah, have a look have a look at your calendars and really um you know for me you know pick something that you're really excited to to do and then you know train and then add in a you know uh, an extra uh, an event just to make sure that your your training is on track yeah absolutely and i think that's where uh, with the ACSW, we have an, what, an ORT, which is an odor recognition test. So the first thing you do before you trial, I send my students to those as their practice run. Mm -hmm. So it's a it's a trial environment. So the nerves and everything are going to be there. It's fully official, uh, but it's only a container search. So them rocking up and just having to walk into a room and search some containers gives them a good jumping off point for that trial experience and whether themselves and their dog uh, are ready to move forward and, and start participating in those other trials as well yeah no i agree uh, the other one i wanted to touch on as well with you today was um instructors yeah <laughs> yeah yeah um you know obviously we're seeing more and more people um you know uh either uh, look to hold classes or, uh, you know, get involved. And I wanted to talk briefly about uh, obviously your qualifications uh, and the, the program that uh, uh, you guys run um, versus, you know, I suppose something that, um, you know, other people are looking at or considering. I just, um, I feel that, um, obviously there's a number of different ways to go about our training and then people will have different systems you know you and I train very mm -hmm. differently um, based yeah. on our backgrounds um, but also I, I also feel that um, you know uh, a few people are jumping on board with maybe minimal knowledge as as well does that make sense yes <laughs> definitely <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah so do you want to talk about um, the canine nose work certification First. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. So I'm a CNWI, which is a certified uh, nosework instructor. And that program is run through the NACSW, which is the American version of us. And then the guys who started all of this. Uh, so they, due to COVID, of course, it is now delivered online, uh, which is, again, fantastic because then we're not having to travel to be able to get our certification. So there's definitely quite a few more people in Australia taking advantage of that, which is great. Mm -hmm. uh, so, yeah, so that program is roughly two years. You can finish it sooner, obviously, if you're on the ball. Uh, but it gives you that excellent foundation for how to start dogs, uh, how to put them on odour, uh, going right through from the beginning stages to the end. Uh, as you said, we train very differently. I chose the what this way because it works for any dog. Uh, so even the dogs that are a little bit nervous, um, I have some dogs that won't eat food till week three um, and the program still works for them and they come out to be some of the most um, enthusiastic searches that I have. Uh, so yeah, that's the reason I chose this way. But there is lots of ways. As you said, we do it differently. We still get the same outcome, right? 
Um, there's other courses out there. So Fenzi does a lot of things. Um, I personally haven't done any of their stuff yet. Mm -hmm. um, there's the likes of Cameron Ford, um, Simon in the UK. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's it's there's lots of it. What do they say? There's a thousand ways to train a dog. Mm -hmm. So yeah, yeah, for sure. Go and do go and do your research. See what you like. See what works for you. Um, I like to take bits and pieces from everywhere and kind of put them together and have my own style. Mm. Uh, so yeah, so go and do a bit of research. See what's out there. My main issue with people just starting up is a little bit of knowledge can be dangerous. Um, so make sure whoever you're going to train with um, knows what they're doing. Mm. Uh, <laughs> For sure. <Because> <laughs> And it end up in a bit of strife down the track. <laughs> of course, and it doesn't hurt to, um, you know, to ask them and to talk to them and, and uh, you know, um, because there are, you know, and I'll be, we'll be totally transparent, there are limited certifications for instructors at this point in time. Um, yes. You yes. know, so, um, you know, for instance, you know, we'll take myself, you know, there's a lot of uh, um, uh, practical uh, applications um, with either government agencies, um, private organisations, um, you know, and that's how my system has been, you know, developed through my previous knowledge and skills, um, you know, and, um, you know, if people are happy, they ask me, you know, I direct them to my qualifications on, on my website or online, you know, and, and certainly um, I'm happy to discuss those things uh, with people. So, you know, if you're out there and you're looking for a trainer, um, you know, be sure to reach out to them, ask them a heap of questions, um, you know, and and sort of go from there. You know, I, that's why I like to, for me to run my, you know, my two, two, two and a half hour introduction. People can get mm -hmm. to know me, people can get to know the sport and also, you know, see if it's for them and I'm, I'm for them moving forward as well, you know. So um, for a low cost entry, uh, they can come and spend a couple of hours with me, obviously with their dogs and they can, um, you know, discover the sport and also discover me as well so yeah absolutely i think that's a great idea uh so yeah there's certainly like becky said if you're um if you're out there uh do your research reach out to a trainer and um you know ask them a heap of questions if you want to get involved and we also know though uh, on that not everyone at at first wants to trial <laughs> <laughs> at first is is a good way to put it 100 <laughs> percent but then they get as the soon bug, as they they? See it. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, as soon as they kind of see it, um, where possible, I kind of get my students to come and volunteer at trials mm -hmm. uh, and then they see how amazing and awesome and fun it is. And then they, yeah, they're absolutely hooked and, and can't wait to do it with their own dogs. Yeah, no, I agree. All right. So we're heading second half of 2022. We're going to, we're moving forward. Obviously you said, um, you know, jam-packed uh, next few months. Uh, and then uh, what's happening um, besides obviously camp? Have you got any future plans for 2023 early stages at this point in time or is it still in the uh, pipeline? Early stages, yeah, we definitely got a few uh, trials planned for next year. Uh, mm -hmm. We will be having our Queensland's first NW3 mm -hmm. uh, next year. So we will make sure to give everyone plenty of notice for that so they can... Um, arrange their travel plans yeah, awesome. <laughs> that one will be a, a big deal everyone's been waiting for that mm -hmm. uh, we're also hoping to have some level two elements um, which everyone's waiting for as well we're just waiting on some software to uh, be finalized before mm -hmm. we can do that mm -hmm. uh, but yeah I'm hoping we can bring some more speakers out as well mm -hmm. uh, camp's going to be a big one so if so it'd probably be second half of the year that we're that we'll be doing that yeah. uh, and I've also got some online stuff in the works 
that will hopefully tide some people over until they can get into a group class. Yeah, yeah, awesome. Um, and just on that, uh, actually, while I mentioned, well, before I sort of head off as, and we wrap things up, uh, ODA, you started to do on some ODA. Yeah, yep. Mm. So I've started my online store. So mm. I've got um, ODA and some vessels and things for sale. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was supposed to have kits by the end of the month, but I've just found out my order was cancelled. So now I have to place a new <laughs> order for those. So they're going to be a little bit further away. But the mm-hmm. store has everything you need to get started mm-hmm. uh, in Scentwork. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also where the uh, Ultimate Canine is the official supplier for ACSW trials So if you are competing in ACSW trials, I recommend uh, getting some odor from us just to rotate into your um, training program, just so that all bases are covered and you know that you've worked with odor that your dog will see in a trial. Yeah, for sure. Um, Awesome. So yeah, I wanted to mention that. So uh, if anyone uh, is looking for that, where do they find that? Uh, That is on my website, ultimatecanine.com.au. Awesome, no dramas at all. Uh, any other thing you wanted to sort of mention before we uh, we wrap this up? No, I think we've we've covered everything. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're keen on nose work, uh, look me up mm-hmm. um, or look up some. Oh, if you're not sure, just get in contact. I can always put you in um, in contact with someone in your area yeah, uh, if you're not sure who's around. Uh, but Queensland definitely has a few more instructors popping up, uh, which is awesome. So. Yeah. Should no, no, be people out there to be able to help you. Yeah, for sure, I agree. So, uh, as um, as Becky's mentioned, guys, uh, feel free to uh, to check out her um, uh, her website, her socials, and uh, feel free to reach out. But I wanted to um, bring you on today and just have a little bit of a uh, a chat about um, obviously uh, nose work, scent, you know, the scent sport that um, you know that's been going from strength to strength here in Australia, and uh, especially since we've opened up um, since COVID. And I'm looking forward to the rest of this year. 2022 and also uh, quite a um, a large 2023 um, for a lot of for me personally to be involved but also uh, a lot of friends um, and colleagues that are super excited as well yeah definitely so thank you very much becky for uh, taking the time uh, that's it for us today and uh, we'll definitely be in touch soon awesome thanks for having me Are you looking for the perfect gift for you or a friend that loves dogs and fitness? Dogs and Deadlifts has you covered with merchandise and giftware, including t-shirts, hoodies, cushion covers, mugs, plus much more. Head over to teespring.com forward slash dogs and deadlifts. That's T-E-E-Spring.com forward slash dogs and deadlifts. Or check out the link in the podcast notes.